Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. Do you want to find out why strengthening your intuition is so important? How about enhanced creativity, increased self-knowledge, better decision-making, greater physical health, and also improved mental well-being. So stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference I held back in February of 2023. We had such a great, awesome turnout that we wanted to make all 20 interviews available to you in audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 video interviews today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. So you can go to my website, createhappynow.com right now, and go to the events tab to get your download today. Now, before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to do it faster and easier and have more happiness, abundance, peace and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out this summer that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both of these are called Create Happy Meditations. So if you'd like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, createhappynow.com and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Meanwhile, go check out my YouTube channel. Last week, Lola Jones and I talked about what it's like to have a strong intuition. My next guest is Nancy Matthews. Nancy is a leadership sales and marketing expert known as the one philosopher and the visionary with guts, whose unique blend of creativity, business savvy, and exceptional understanding of the human behavior causes audiences far and wide to sing her praises. She is a six-time best-selling author, sought-after international speaker, and global leader who has shared the stage with today's top thought and business leaders that has regularly featured throughout the media. Here is the director's cut, getting you down to her juicy wisdom about how we discover our own intuition. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm so excited to get started. I wanted you to kind of um, start the listeners off today with, um, in case they missed any of it yesterday, um, just a general understanding of why we're here today. We are here to strengthen our intuition um, as a key to happiness. And so I wanted to have you explain what exactly is our intuition? How do we recognize it? And how do we let it work for us? And what are some of the benefits of it? Ooh, that's a big question. We got a lot uh, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we do. We've got a lot to talk about. And I and I love this conversation and this way of being. So letting your intuition lead the way is actually a way of being that calls for consistent attention and intention and making space for quiet. So intuition is to me is a combination of two things. One is, you know, those little whispers you hear or those taps of inspiration or ideas that come in. So that's part of intuition. The other piece of intuition is actually physiological. Our bodies know inherently, like we are designed by nature 
to know what is good for us and what is not good for us. And when we can learn to combine listening to what our body says is either good for us or not good for us with those intuitive taps and little whispers that you get along the way and then surrender to those and follow the path that they lead you on that's magical living and that's what i seek to do on a daily consistent basis right um you know we like you said we all have this ability it's mm -hmm. it's built in um but some people tend to ignore it or or maybe we could definitely do it better um, and we choose to it, not well, trust it. Well, because a lot of times your intuition is not logical. Right. So the mind says, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, for example, last Christmas, I was having a holiday party with a whole bunch of people coming to my house. And I, at holiday time, you've got a lot of long to-do list of all the places to shop, the things to go. And I went and got my hair done. And as I'm leaving the salon, I just got an intuitive hit, turn right. And my mind went, but I live left. It would be all the way out of the way for me to go. But I, I've learned to listen to those little nudges. So I went ahead and I turned right. Now, one of the things that was on my long to-do list was to get some flowers to place in my garden. I wanted poinsettias and impatience, red and white. Like I wanted to decorate, right, on my long to-do list. And this was the day before the party and I hadn't gotten to it yet. So I'm just listening to this intuitive nudge. I turned right. And as I'm going down the road, I was like, oh yeah, there's all these nurseries along that street. I bet you I'll be able to just pop in and find some. So I'm driving down the road and I don't see any nurseries. And I'm like, okay, intuition, why'd you have me go this way? Yep. And uh, so then I turned right again to head towards my house and there was Lowe's, um, you know, built home supply company, you know, whatever they call it, a home improvement company. So I pull into Lowe's who have the gardening section and they had impatience, red and white poinsettias, 75% off. Oh, there you <laughs> go. And they were gorgeous. They were absolutely gorgeous. So, so that's a small example of you know, when you get these intuitive hits, one of the reasons we don't listen to them is that they're not logical. They don't make sense. When you can learn to trust in the process, like if you, even if you take that one little example as evidence that everything will work out when you listen to those hits, you got you to gotta do the small things first and then you'll learn to trust it more on the bigger things. Oh, that is just so powerful. It it really is. And and uh I I feel like a lot of people really don't trust their intuition, like you said, um, because maybe they have had a negative experience, but mm -hmm. what it was was more of them following their logic, or they didn't follow it through and was patient with the outcome, you know, like yeah. there's times where I've fallen in my intuition. I'm like, so what was that all about? And, and you may not know. Right? And, you <laughs> and I didn't find out till later, like what that really meant. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's like, also not what I want. What are you talking about? Well, do it anyway. Okay. 
yeah, yeah. Well, and and there's also I've had you know converse experiences where I've gotten you know an intuitive message. Oh, you really shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> whether it was the day my ex-husband, you know, we decided to move in together and I sat at my kitchen table going, what am I doing? <laughs> ex-husband being the key to not listening to my intuition, right? Um, to a business partnership that I got into that I got in, you know, what are you doing? This doesn't feel right. And, and that's one of the ways that we can learn to tap in. Like we talk about gut feelings. Well, that's part of your intuition. That's your body giving you a physical reaction to let you know whether something is good for you or not. So, um, you know, with my ex-husband, for example, I my my intuition knew that it really wasn't the right relationship for me. I probably shouldn't be moving in, but my fear of being alone of making a mistake. Like I knew up until the day of the wedding, I shouldn't have married this guy, mm. but I didn't want to lose face or let other people down. And we had spent all this money. So sometimes your intuition is calling you to do something that's uncomfortable. Right. And it's, it's usually calling you towards something rather than away from something. It's um, like, for instance, let's say if you go to a movie theater and you sit down and you're just like, hmm, you're not afraid of that seat, but you're like, mm, I need to move. Not because you need to see better, but you just feel like this doesn't feel right. I don't feel like mm -hmm. I need to go up a row and, you know, come to find out that, you know, maybe later on that person, you saw them coughing a lot. I'm like, well, maybe it was moving me awake. I wasn't a fear, fearful of being sick. I just knew I had to move. And then when you did, you're like, oh, it's because maybe that person's sick. And, you know, um, so it doesn't really strike fear in you. It's more of less like giving you a suggestion to go to something mm -hmm. better serving you. Something that's better for you, which goes back to the body's um, ability to give you signs of what's good for you and what's not good for you. So perhaps if you're listening in, you've heard about a, a kinesiology, applied kinesiology or muscle testing. That is actually your body's inherent scientific <laughs> you know, system to be able to say whether something's good for you or not good for you. So like when, when somebody walks in a room and you get, Ooh, the hairs on the back of my neck just stood up. Like your body is telling you like, I don't know why, but there's something off about this person. Like your body is actually giving you a sign. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell in his book blink talks about this. Um, David Hawkins in power versus force. The more we can learn to tune into what our body is telling us in alignment with nature and all of these forces that were, were part of this beautiful planet, the more we can learn that, the more flow, ease, and grace you're, you'll have in your life experience. And I'm not talking, this is not woo-woo, it's actually science. Like everybody has this. Yeah, and that's so true because you know there's a lot of things in the past that used to be woo-woo that are now scientifically based. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, before, how long ago were germs invisible and just kind of not believed upon until we like have a microscope. Now we know that they're true, right? Um, or energy fields. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, there, there's just so much that we still don't know. And the more we know, we find out the how much more we don't know, right? Right. There's some quote about that. Some, <laughs> yes. Yes. And so what, what do you feel like is the benefit now to become more and more intuitive? I mean, wh- what, why are we here today? Why are we emphasizing, you know, get to know yourself, get to know your intuition, strengthen it. So I'm going to answer that with a question. Okay. How many of you have struggled, um, had angst and stress and worry and confusion and doubt and all of those, you know, feelings and emotions that we run into when you're looking to make a decision about something? (laughs) Should I go to this event? Should I invest in this program? Should I go ahead and get on that stage? Should I start this new business? Should I make that phone call? Like we spend so much of our time and energy stuck in, you know, should I, shouldn't I, could I, what's it going to do playing out all these scenarios And I want you to think about the effect that has on your energy, the effect that has on your health, because stress leads to all kinds of disease and, you know, headaches and backaches and all of this, right? So think about, now think about how much time you spend in worry, doubt, frustration, confusion, and indecision. Learning to use your intuition to guide you in your life frees you of all of that. And gives you more <laughs> than what you were trying to figure out in the first place. It will get easier. And and part oh, of the reason. Dog. <laughs> uh, I don't know how she's showing up on the, on the, on, on here, but uh, there's my dog. That's <laughs> <laughs> Duna. Right. As our friend Burge would say, trust and allow and don't ask how, just go with it. <laughs> That's right. And so, um, you know, another thing too, is that you see a lot of but when you're when you're in this stuck time mm-hmm. it's procrastination or you're making the wrong decision or it's out of fear or you're asking everybody in their neighbor their opinion and they don't know what's best for you your your intuition knows what's best for you now right? now it's I'm not saying not to ask other people or have a coach to guide you, but when it really comes down to it, you get to make the decision. You right. Get the choice. So get some information, get guidance, get um, feedback from people who have done what you're thinking about. And, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, you just got to go for it. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everyone, if you already don't know how to listen to your body and ask it, whether this is a good thing for me or not a good thing for me. And, you know, for example, when the um, boot, the, what do you call that? The sh- prevention shot for COVID. What do you call that? Vaccine. You know, vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the vaccine first came out, I was like, boop, totally missed it. Thank <laughs> you. Um, when the vaccine first came out and it was, I got the opportunity to go get it. I didn't, it didn't feel right. It, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, so is this my mind just being fearful or am I, you know, is there something else going on here? Well, I learned to ask my body is getting the vaccine right. Good for me now. 
And that's how I said, is the vaccine, is getting the vaccine good for me right now? And my body said no. A month later, I had the opportunity again. And this is in the height, you know, when the vaccine first came out. Yeah. I asked, is getting the vaccine good for me? And let me see, this is not about political discussions on whether or not you should get the vaccine. This is not what this is. This mm-hmm. is your think, personal body's need for it or not. Ask your body what's good mm-hmm. for it. Second mm-hmm. time, got to know third time a month later I got a yes I don't know what the difference was maybe my body knew I might have had some you know germs in my system that it wouldn't be good for me to get it at that time maybe the particular vaccine I was going to be getting wasn't as effective as some I don't know but I learned to trust my body and I ask questions so if I'm not a clear hell yeah answer I ask my body now how do you know the difference between your intuition and say an impulse? Good question. Um, For me, it's about how deeply grounded the feeling is that gut feeling, how deeply grounded it is. Mm -hmm. That can be very impulsive. Oh, I want this. I want this. (laughs) Oh, I can be. Oh no. Why'd I buy that? Uh. Amazon makes it very, very tempting. People who bought this also got this. And then it's right? three hours. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about instant gratification. <laughs> uh, so the difference for me between impulse and intuition is how grounded it is uh, and how much emotional connection I have. So I, I would say that's, that's I really key. And And if you keep coming back to it, you know, if, if, if it's impulse and you're not sure if it's impulse or intuition, then wait right. and a couple of days later, you're like, your intuition's like, I told you to get it. Yeah. So you <laughs> no. do it now, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you never get reminded again, I mean, I don't know. I mean, sometimes intuition is fleeting and you get your moment and the moment's gone. Um, but, you know, I have had situations, I mean, if the moment is there and it's going to be gone tomorrow and my, my intuition said, do it and I missed it and there's not another opportunity, then I've missed it. But if the opportunity continues to be there and mm-hmm. I'm reminded again and I'm just like, oh yeah, I feel like that's something I really need to do. Then I, I know I feel good about that. I mean, especially if it's like um an impulse buy or something, then I may go, oh, gosh, you know, is this sometimes you doubt your intuition and sometimes you don't. Well, but, and that's why it's good to check in and to learn how to to yeah. check in with your body or wait, you know, 12 hours or 25 hours. If you if you tend to be somebody that's an impulsive purchaser or you make decisions quickly or rashly that haven't paid out, my suggestion is that you do set up uh, a checks and balances for yourself, you know, some rules about it. Like I have money rules for investing. I have money rules for getting into joint venture opportunities. Like if I get a call from somebody who's, oh, you have to do this today. And it doesn't feel right. And I don't have time for due diligence. I won't make that investment. Like yeah. so sometimes we want to set up rules to guide us to prevent impulse, impulse that is fed by a fear of missing out is never a good thing. I don't like to say never. And I would use it in this instance. 
Right. I mean, I, I know there's been times where I've just like, I want to know which way should I go? Which way should I go? Mm-hmm. And my intuition says, wait until Thursday and then you'll know. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if I'm going to know Thursday, you probably, I mean, I'm talking to my intuition. <laughs> you me. probably know the answer today. So why can't you tell me today? <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to be able to read my intuition better on, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so true because I, I woke up on Thursday and I knew the answer. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. And, and uh, another thing that, um, it, I don't know if this is something you practice, I'm sure you do, but when you've had an answer to a question or something has turned out that you wanted and it's come to you and, you know, synchronicity happens and you see it all laid out for you. And then it comes to fruition and then you go, oh, thank you. I saw that. I saw that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you tend to draw more strength towards your intuition and that connection. Um, when you're, when you're noticing that and taking action and saying, thank you. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And it's, it, you're building a muscle of trusting your intuition. So my suggestion would be, and this is how I got started. I like, I first really learned about intuition and learned letting it guide me back in the late nineties when I read the Celestine prophecy, because uh, if you haven't read that book, it's all about following intuitive guidance. Michael Singer is another great author with the surrender experiment and untethered soul. So I'm just giving you some good resources on intuition. Oh yeah. Uh, so back in the late nineties, when I first learned about following your intuition, uh, one of the suggestions is you do want to start small. So just start paying attention and take little steps risks it might feel like like turning right when you normally would turn left like that's a little thing and then being observing the evidence of what your intuition is is delivering to you and and if you could touch on one more thing is the let letting go Mm. of the outcome letting go um not so easy (laughs) to do (laughs) And what you want to stay connected to and committed to is the essence of the the feeling, the why you want a particular thing. Right. And let go of the how it needs to show up. Uh, My sister Susan often says the how is the wow. (laughs) Going back. How it's going to play out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going back to, I wanted flowers for my party. It's the day before I had no time to do that. How is all that going to happen? I was that morning, I was looking at my to-do list, feeling stressed and saying, oh, da, 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 maybe I'll go before the party tomorrow, blah, blah. And then poof, at 75% off. Like that's a wow that I, I in my own mind, could not have thought of. I had an, um, a situation that happened to me, um, and and this was when I was first starting to um, learn about my intuition, and you know, and, and asking for things and just putting it out there. Um, and this was when um, you know finances weren't, you know, 
you know, things are a little tight, let's say. <laughs> and uh, I needed new tires for my car so badly. And I just didn't have, you know, five, $600 to, to, to get them all replaced. And so I just kind of put it out there, you know, and I said, you know, can you show me how I'm going to pay for new tires? Because I, I have no clue. I just can't do it right now, you know? So out of the blue, I get a, a piece of mail that says that I was part of some class action suit and I got a check for $500. I'm like, well, there's my tires. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I mean, it, and that was just like, that was like fun. I mean, it was just like a gift. And I had another um, friend of mine that I worked with and she had, she had to have some surgery done. And the, the doctor quoted her a certain amount and it wasn't just like an even number, like $1,200. I mean, it was like, you know, $1,400 and 38 or $1,438 or something like that. And she got a check in her mailbox in an envelope. And it was something, you know, some little note in there that just said, just cause. Wow. Just out of the blue. Um, and she never knew who, wow, that's where amazing. that came from, you know, it was I like a money that. order or something. So I love that phrase out of the blue. Cause it just kind of falls out of the sky. Right. And so these things drop in and here's, uh, and I know we're probably coming towards the end. So let me just share this. Yeah. When you think of out of the blue opportunities, out of the blue money, out of the blue gifts, you know, somebody decides to treat you for dinner. Well, all of that is just beautiful gifts. And the essence that we're made of, we talk about spirit, right? We talk about intuition is inside of us. It's part of our air, our breath. We're all connected in this beautiful space through air, right? The spirit yeah. air, it's all around us. So the more that you can tap into that energy that's in and through us all, the more your life will work out as it's meant to for you instead of to you. So really learning to tap into your intuition is about creating, creating your life, creating your happiness by tapping into the inexhaustible storehouse of nature. As yes. Waddles in his book speaks to it, it's the infinite supply of the formless substance awaiting the formation of your desires when you impress your thoughts upon it. Yes. And it's happened over and over and it never quite comes out exactly as I had visioned it. It's always better yeah. in, in, in a way that was... Um, less expensive for me and, and less effortless for me. And, um, and, and, and it, people just need to learn how to allow and be curious and ask and, um, you know, keep asking and, and just tweaking how you communicate, you know, that's all it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like a muscle, right? Yeah. 
like a muscle and I believe that we're born this way and trained in the opposite way. (laughs) Right. Right. Trained against it. Correct. So wherever you're at right now, know that it's perfectly fine, whether you're really great at listening to your intuition or you're just starting out, it's all perfect, first of all. And because you're here, that's a sign. Oh, yeah. what would happen if I learned how to tap into my intuition more? What, what could, what is possible for me? What if things could be easier and less stressful and I could have more abundance and prosperity if I kind of follow this intuition thing they're talking about on the, this, this conference? Yes. Yes. It's more fun. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for your inspiration, your wisdom and your experiences. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to share how the listeners can get in touch with you and learn more about you or, you know, what do you have going on? Um, I've got lots going on and I'm very excited. I get to do so many wonderful things and speaking and sharing and coaching and consulting. Um, The best way to get in touch with me is to my website, nancymatthews.com. And I actually have an audio on how to maximize your intuition. So if you go to nancymatthews.com forward slash intuition, you can have that as my gift. Oh, nice. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Nancy. You are welcome. Have a wonderful time, everyone. Thank you, Susan. All right. Thank you. Namaste. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.